1: If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back.
0: Today is Wednesday, March 15th. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful. Oh, can I be grateful for two things today?
1: Of course.
0: I am grateful that it's not the day before St. Patrick's Day, and I am now realizing that I don't own anything green. So I actually have something green to wear on St. Patrick's
1: Day. You do. Yeah,
0: normally I... I don't know. Green is just something that you assume you have plenty of in your closet. That's true. Then you wake up on St. Patrick's Day and you don't have anything green. So I wanted to share that today. Uh, In case you're a person who doesn't have anything green, go get some.
1: Make a trip to Target.
0: The second thing I'm grateful for is my dad's iPhone and specifically the iPhone camera because it's allowing me to enjoy the two feet of snow that they have up in Syracuse without actually having to feel the cold or shovel any of it.
1: Jeff Dollar hates
0: cold weather. I don't, that's, that's a falsehood. I don't mind cold weather. I don't even mind snow. What you need to understand about Syracuse and upstate New York is when there's a bad winter, it's relentless. It's October through April. Yeah. I mean, it's the middle of March and they've they've got 2 feet of snow.
1: Remember there were there was a couple of years ago where um they had a freeze warning in like May. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's
0: what I hate about.
1: It's like a 6 month winter.
0: Yes. Mm. I mean, I the snow if you look at his pictures, they're so pretty. Yeah. He sent one picture and he's got a tree in the backyard. There's snow on all the branches. It's beautiful. Another picture he sent was looking across the neighbor's yard. I think he sent it so that I could see how far the snow is up the fence between the two yards. All of that is beautiful. I think that's beautiful. I just don't like the fact that it could happen again in a month. Or
1: like next weekend. Or
0: next weekend. Or in three days. And then you've got... You know, sixteen of the twenty inches remaining, and then you get another six inches on that one. No, you thank prefer
1: you. to enjoy it from a distance. Yes. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for the colored pens that you gave me for Valentine's Day. Yes, Jeff gave me a set of like a it was fancy Post-Its, like with to-do lists on them, and it's matching a,
0: pens. It's an actual brand. That is made by Post-it. Yeah. It's the luxury version of Post-it. And luxury. It, and is, it is, right? Isn't there? Are that, yeah. It's the luxury I know it's just it's just Post-it funny.
1: Label. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we uh, he gave me those for Valentine's Day, and I really like using them, and I think they're pretty good pins. And normally I'm just a black pin kind of girl. These are like red, purple, pink, whatever. And I had to send something for our business uh, into the IRS, like a for, for our accountant wanted us to send this form in and sign it, and I was like, you know what? I bet they don't see a lot of pink pins at the IRS. So when I addressed it, I wrote it in pink.
0: Did you sign it in black or blue ink? Yes. Oh, okay.
1: But I just thought that someone would see that at the IRS and sorting through mail. I'm sure it's like so boring over there if you're working in the mail room. And I was like, oh, this might brighten up someone's day. So oh.
0: they will, or they'll think that they just got a tax payment from a 12-year-old girl YouTube <laughs> influencer who makes five times as much a month than than we make it in I a
1: year. mean, either one, as long as it makes someone's day. That was my thing. So I'm grateful for those pens. I think it's neat. And I think the person at the IRS in the mailroom is going to love it.
0: Did you dot your eyes Like when you wrote the I in IRS, did you put a little heart above the I?
1: No, but I 100% should have. Yeah. I would have taken it up. Or it would have hit somebody who's like super grumpy's desk. And they'd be like, ugh, Why? Just send your form. I don't need it in pink. It's hard to read.
0: Or it'll never make it to the IRS because the United States Postal Service scanner things won't recognize the pink ink.
1: Oh my gosh. I didn't even think about that. Say it ain't so though, because it's like a business filing thing. And if I want to get in for next year, I have to do, there's like a deadline. Yeah. This week. So hopefully it makes it there because, you know, you don't really, I mean, the IRS has website, but you don't do a whole lot on that. Like you still have to physically, you know, sign your taxes, you see, you know, stuff like that anyways. Well, technically just funny.
0: You, you don't. I think you do. You yeah. don't? I think it. you can file electronically. We probably can't because the business stuff.
1: Yeah. For some reason, our accountants always have me like physically sign. Like they send I think for the me
0: stuff. But if you're just, yeah.
1: If Cause on TurboTax, I didn't have to, like right. I could e-file. Yeah. Any
0: who, so he should give you a pink pen, DocuSign and yes. TurboTax and all that should give you a pink pen mm-hmm. option. It'll show up on the rece- recipient's end as a black
1: pen, but just, it'll bring you joy yeah. while you're s- signing your life away. I found a notebook that we used for brainstorming when we first started our podcast. And I wanted to read some of it to you because I think it's hilarious. It's
0: hilarious in a good way. It is. Or a a ridiculous way.
1: One, it's just funny to look back on where our heads were at that point, yeah. And I think we've grown so much that it also has names in there that we were throwing around, which I don't even know. Do you even remember them? No. Okay. So I got to go get the notebook.
0: No. Oh, I, re- I what I do remember about it is when we came up with the name Upside, that was that was absolutely positively it. That was going to be the name.
1: Oh, I remember Upside was like definitely a lightning bolt. And I remember going through the thesaurus and just calling out names. I can't remember what synonym we started with, but when I said upside, we were both like, oh, love that. And we hadn't really landed on something we loved. One thing that I found in this notebook was that an an original idea for a name was all in with Callie and Jeff. I
0: Was that... at the very beginning, or did that come in our first
1: no, that was in the very beginning. Uh,
0: branding thing because remember we had we were gonna do events. We had it's comical what we thought this thing would be at the beginning.
1: I mean, and I'm
0: so glad it worked out the way that it did. But at the beginning, we were thinking that we could be a version. This sounds so arrogant to say out loud, but at the time Rachel and Dave Hollis were the biggest They guys. were it. They were it. Um and they had just she had written two or three books and they had just started putting merchandise in Target, I think. And and we were thinking that they were really onto something except their positivity was so toxic. It was Mm -hmm. so everything had to be spun. And our thinking was, it doesn't have to be that positive. It's, you just have to be, you just have to appreciate even the bad stuff has some value to it. You can acknowledge, you're allowed to have two feelings. So that was kind of our thinking. So we were going to have events. I think we were brainstorming merchandise beyond just Callie and Jeff stuff. I and mean,
1: we were we were talking about books and stuff. Oh like my that. gosh, tours. We were, oh my gosh, we were just and, I mean, in our defense, I mean, COVID happened.
0: Thankfully, I, well, that's a terrible thing to say. Nick, <laughs> not that COVID Chad. happened. Thankfully, that's I know that was awful. Um, but COVID happened, which stopped that planning in its tracks,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and. Allowed us the opportunity to help other people start their podcasts, which made us realize how much we love helping other people start their podcasts. Yeah. And how we're pretty good at it.
1: Yeah. And it combines, it's a really great play on both of our strengths. I think that when we were thinking like events and all that stuff before, do you remember saying to me, like, you just got to get out there. You got to do these events. You got to. And I was like, oh, I don't know, events, being on a stage and people staring at me. And I, and um, you were trying to like cheerlead me into it and you'll be great and all this stuff. And I just remember my gut feeling was like, I don't know if I'm cut out for this, but this feels like where we are right now feels like the perfect place to be. You know what I mean? And it's just really cool.
0: I feel like we have to acknowledge something too, because if not, um, Anybody who follows Rachel and Dave Hollis is is going to be saying why, and they acknowledge it. But they ended up they did a whole relationship series, and then at the end of the relationship series, announced that they were getting divorced. I mean, within a week, within yeah, within weeks of of charging
1: people like twenty four hundred bucks
0: to come to this couple's retreat thing. Yeah. And, but when they made the announcement, they said something to the effect of our marriage has been on the rocks for some time. Yeah. For like so, seven
1: years. And it's been such a battle and everyone's like, wait, why that, did I just pay? It
0: wasn't that long? She,
1: It's the announcement said years. It I don't did, know if it said seven, but it definitely said years. Are you sure? hmm Cause I, the point is, the
0: point is they were, it, it they were was,
1: charging people for the marital seminars.
0: That they were the cornerstone of.
1: Knowing that they were.
0: On the rocks. And then just in the past couple of months, this is so sad. So they got divorced and they had each gone on to have their own lives. Rachel Hollis has a very successful podcast. Dave Hollis released uh, a book of his own. I think two books of his own. But a couple months ago, he passed away. Died. Like
1: just, did we even know what happened?
0: um, He had been in the hospital for heart-related issues. Is the last I read, so he'd been in and out of the hospital while they were trying to um, figure those out, and then I think he just one more one day went to bed and
1: Oh, horrible. Make up they so have four, young
0: four kids together, I think so um, super young guy. Yeah, but anyways, that's that's a bummer. But I I felt like we needed to acknowledge that we know the outcome of that because we
1: oh yes we do yeah um. And, okay, back to the notebook. So I have this thing. It says, first episode with Jeff. Because there's pages before. Remember when I had my own podcast? Yeah. I had 15-minute podcasts, which I don't know how many we launched. But I do remember I had one. And then here were the questions that I wrote. Or here's what I wrote. Do pre-research questions on Instagram. And I don't know if we were looking, if people were asking us advice. But... How do you support your partner's anxiety? How do you commit after divorce? How do you find someone with the swipe right culture? I'm like, this doesn't even sound like us. Then I have one about what are some assumptions that you have about us, which I think I did on my own show. You did. Um, And then-
0: But I think we, we also did it on ours as well.
1: Here's the other one. Write a forgiving letter to someone who hurt you. feel like we did that very early on um monday motivation topics if i was gonna do monday motivation if i was
0: gonna do that now if i was (laughs) gonna do the forgiving letter i would forgive the person who released kit kat cereal only in the uk you what yeah i would forgive them for their mistake (laughs) uh
1: what else is in here
0: What if one of the things that you have written in there is three years from now, read the notebook that we took notes on. How weird would that be?
1: Read the notebook that we took notes on?
0: Yeah, if in the original notebook, there was a note that said, read this notebook in three years.
1: Oh, yeah. And I think that's kind of it. It says like gratitude journals. There's There's sketches for that. Um, Yeah. (laughs) I thought it was, I thought there was going to be two more pages of it, but there wasn't. We are not a sporty family, but I feel like
0: we need to, just to be hip and trendy or whatever, we need to play pickleball. Okay. Because it's it's all the rage.
1: It is all the rage. I've seen, I've gotten some very cute ads on Instagram for some very cute um, pickleball rackets, you know, with like your name on them and stuff like that. So I'd be totally down for that. I want to know how much it's like tennis.
0: Well, it's a smaller court and it's, um, I think it's always played as doubles.
1: Can you, are you confident that you could hit a ball? Yeah.
0: I mean, I don't know if I could hit a well. I, I, mean, <laughs> I would I know, love I to see you. If, I'm not a great tennis player. I don't, I, think I'm a, I don't even think I'm a good tennis player, but the smaller court and I, yeah.
1: I really wanted Jeff to take up tennis with me a couple of years ago. We lived in a community with a tennis court and I'm like, yeah, let's, let's go play tennis. Let's get into it. Cause I'm not good either. I mean, I can hit a ball and I took tennis lessons for a couple of years, but I think it'd be so much fun to do together. And you were like, absolutely not. I would be terrible. I don't even know, you know, if I could I think do that. That was
0: longer than a couple of years ago. I think that was before we were married. Now we're married. I don't care.
1: Oh, cause you were worried about impressing me? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, let's go play tennis then because how well, fun is that?
0: I think we skip tennis. I think we go right to pickleball. Okay. Um, the thing that the headline that got my attention was uh, about people who absolutely hate pickleball. Um, apparently, it's the fastest growing sport in the United States. Um, apparently, it has grown to uh, by 159% just over the past year. And people... Communities all over the place are converting their tennis courts to pickleball courts, Mm. which just means painting them smaller. Mm -hmm. But people who live nearby hate it, absolutely hate it, are selling their houses because the racket is a wooden or a plastic, something. It's a paddle more -hmm. than a racket. Mm -hmm. And the ball is a different material than a tennis ball. So it's louder. Mm -hmm. So the pop of the ball hitting the racket. And- It's more of a tennis, you know, there's some noise involved, but you can play tennis in relative silence. It's, I don't know, tennis to me is Wimbledon, is gentlemanly, is, you know. It's
1: nice and quiet. You just hear the occasional pop.
0: (gasps) Yeah. A a grunt or whatever. I don't know. How do you grunt? Yeah, like that. And pickleball is more cornhole-ish. People are laughing, joking. Mm -hmm. You bring some drinks on the court with you. People are hanging out. You can talk to each other, you know, crap talk.
1: So you're saying it's disruptive. And people who
0: have lived for years next to tennis courts with just the occasional sound of the... are now getting yelling, screaming, cursing, pops of the things and they're moving. They hate it. And I think they are brave. For coming out and saying that they hate something mm-hmm. that's so popular, popular, yeah, right. Because people are going to say, "Well, how can you hate pickleball? Everybody, pickleball is great. Have you ever played it? You mm-hmm. know, it's it, it's the equivalent of speaking out against CrossFit. Remember a few years ago? Oh my
1: gosh, yes. You couldn't say
0: anything about CrossFit without someone, "Well, have you ever tried it? You know, it's the
1: best workout I've ever had. Right? You've not even been in there. You don't even know.
0: You know what? I feel. I feel like it's uh, for me. It's dancing. I don't like dancing.
1: Is it? Okay.
0: I just don't like it.
1: You don't like doing it or you think you look dumb?
0: All of the above. Hmm. I'm just, it's not a place where I'm comfortable. Yeah. I don't have a ton of rhythm. I don't have elaborate dance moves. My dance move is, stop. my dance skills stopped developing at the eighth grade Sadie Hawkins event. <laughs> That was my, the best dance of my life, mm-hmm. and from there it's been the same. You know, that, and I just—I think when I say I hate dancing, people like you. Well, what don't you like about? Do you not think you're good at it? You just gotta get out. You just gotta feel the music. People are offended.
1: Okay, you know what? I don't
0: care for dancing.
1: I offend people by, and I am very unpopular in this opinion. And our producer, Jessica is just going to have a fit over this, but I really don't get Disney. I don't get Disneyland. I don't get Disney world. I don't get the big characters. I don't get, I just don't get, paying like a bunch of money for. I just don't get, you know, there are people that are like. The theme parks or the brand? Both. I mean, I like the movies, but that's as far as it goes. And when I see people get really excited about it, I'm almost jealous that I don't get excited about it, but I just don't see the appeal of it. I don't get it. I don't, yeah. Yeah. Like most magical place in the world. Is it though? Right. Is it? And everyone's like, oh, well, but have you been recently? Have you been since they opened the. I don't know, like whatever in X, y, Z. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I went when I was a kid, and I was kind of like, has
0: it has it changed for you at all since Ellie?
1: No, really? Yeah. I didn't even really? like it when I was a little kid. I mean, we went when I was a kid, but the most memorable part for me and the part that I loved the most was Universal Studios, like all the behind the scenes with the movie stuff, which kind of makes sense because, yeah, I was behind the scenes in TV for a while. Um, I just don't know that
0: I, to me, everything is balanced with return on investment, mm -hmm. you know, and um, number one, Disney's really expensive. Yes. Number two, even with a full day with a kid, with kids in tow, how many rides can you go on? If you're there all day.
1: It sounds exhausting.
0: You're in the hot Florida sun, uh-huh. right? The most nutrition you're going to have is a chicken, a fried chicken finger. You know what I mean?
1: Uh-huh.
0: And a Coke or Pepsi, whatever they serve down there. And you're going to be standing in line the majority of the time for rides that are three minutes long.
1: Uh-huh.
0: I I, I, I don't, Ellie, the existence of Ellie is making me start to disagree with you. However... However, I do see your point.
1: As I get older, I am really enjoying giving myself a little break from heavy makeup. I just want like a few things that I can rely on every single day to make me look a weight to make me look great and all without damaging my skin. Because when you layer on that makeup, you never know what you're putting on there. Well, that is not the case with Thrive Cosmetics. First of all, let me tell you about one of my favorite products, the Brilliant Eye Brightener. This is like the best makeup pack that I have. It's a highlighter stick made to brighten and open your eyes. And what I do is put a little dot of it in the corners of my eyes closest to my nose and boom, instant eye lift, and it has more than 10,000 five-star reviews. Plus, when you buy it, you know you are buying something that is really skin-loving, too. Thrive Cosmetics is certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free and their products are made with clean skin loving ingredients. There are no parabens, no sulfates or phthalates and all of that without compromising the performance of the makeup. I use a brilliant eye brightener. I use the liquid lash extensions mascara nearly every single day. And I love that I don't have to know a lot about makeup to know how to use this and to look great with Thrive Cosmetics. Right now you can get an exclusive 15% off your... Your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com slash upside that's thrive cosmetics c-a-u-s-e-m-e-t-i-c-s.com slash upside for 15% off your first order
0: i just made the comment to callie a week or two ago about how we have so much less garbage in the house it was really weird I mean, that's not something you would normally notice, right? But all of a sudden, the can that we put out to the curb that normally is bursting at the seams is only about two-thirds full. And I realize that we are putting a lot of food products in our loamy instead of into the garbage can that turn them into dirt, which go out into our new lawn in the backyard or into the garden that I hope to start this spring. Lomi allows you to turn food scraps into dirt with the push of a button. It's a countertop electric composter that turns scraps into dirt in less than four hours. So if you are trying to find your way to contribute to making this earth a little bit more sustainable, this is how you can do it. If you wanna start making a positive environmental impact or just make cleanup after dinner easier, Lomi is perfect for you. Go to Lomi, L-O-M-I dot com slash upside and use promo code upside. You'll get $50 off and then you can have less garbage like we have. That's L-O-M-I dot com slash upside. Use the promo code upside. You'll get $50 off your Lomi. Food waste is gross on every level. Let Lomi save you a cold trip out to the garbage can Starting now.
1: Ellie is two now, and we love to watch her imagination go and go and go and go. And it is really cool to see what her brain comes up with. But we also love for her to learn when she's playing. Well, KiwiCo helps us do that. They are defining the future of play by making it engaging, enriching, and fun for kids. Each month, KiwiCo delivers crates packed with fun, um, and they spark creativity with their kid friendly topics and activities. So they're different for kids of all ages. When Ellie was just a baby. She had like little black and white flashcards that she could look at and focus on. And then now, most recently, she got the Koala Crate, which is a crate for kids two to four. Um, and that was had her little doctor's kit in it. And she absolutely loves the play. But this goes for kids of all ages. There's something for everybody. It's shipped right in your house. It is educational. It is a fun activity for you guys to to do together and create some of those core memories that your kids are going to remember the rest of their life. As a parent, it can be really hard to find creative ways to keep your children busy, challenged and off their screens. KiwiCo does the legwork for you so you can spend quality time tackling projects together and they will love getting mail every single month. Redefine learning with play. Explore hands-on projects that build creative confidence and problem-solving skills with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line at KiwiCo.com. Slash upside. That's 50% off your first month at K I W I C O dot com slash upside.
0: I never remember my dreams, but I had one three nights ago that was so weird and stressful. It wasn't a nightmare. Is there a word for a stressful dream that's not a nightmare?
1: It's like a high anxiety dream. It's a it's an adrenaline. It's filled with adrenaline.
0: It was the most and I I can I actually took some notes because I didn't want to forget the dream, but I was parallel you and I were in a small town that that's kind of like the the like Shits Creek, Mm -hmm. right? That little the the town in the TV show. Yeah. I was parallel parking in front of a restaurant and I floored it when I was going backwards. And hit a van so hard that the van turned over on its side and was a complete loss. And I also somehow damaged the high school football stadium's scoreboard. So weird. Right? Uh Uh-huh. The woman who owned the van was in work. She worked at the restaurant that we were going to. And she came out of the restaurant and she was in a wheelchair. She was Mm a younger. She wasn't, you know, an old lady in a wheelchair. She was a younger woman. Who used a wheelchair and she was, she just wanted to exchange information. She was so forgiving. She wasn't mad about it. And while we were exchanging information, that's when they discovered that somehow my car accident also hurt the high school scoreboard. And the whole town kind of came together and were gathering around, but everybody in the town was forgiving. Oh don't worry about it it's a scoreboard it can be replaced don't worry about the van your insurance will take care of it everything was so nice and then there was one other part that I can't remember but it it was
1: I wonder if that's a reflection of the anxiety oh, that in would, your life
0: then somehow I went from that little town to you and I were selling a house and it 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 was it favored the house the the townhome that we had up at the lake, mm-hmm. right? So we were selling our lake house um, and there were two people there. There are real people, but they were there out of context. I think Laura Lee was, was there
1: mm-hmm.
0: maybe looking to buy it or maybe she was staging it. And then there was, and then there was another woman there that I know, but she was a real estate agent in my dream. And she was kind of looking at the whole thing with her nose in the air. Like it wasn't good enough. Yeah. And then the dream ended, but I I did not sleep. I I think that was a multi-hour dream. And I did not sleep well during that time because I was anxious the entire time that everybody was so nice and so forgiving. Isn't that weird?
1: Yeah, it's really weird. I bet it was like a five-minute dream because I think that the dreams... it wasn't
0: because I kept waking up and looking at the clock.
1: Mm. Because I was going to say all of my dreams, I have anxiety-based dreams too. And I wonder if it's because we both have anxiety and that like when we get super anxious, it manifests itself in our dreams. Because I have, I rarely have like nightmares, nightmares anymore. I think I had one a couple weeks ago about the Murdoch thing. And then... But most of mine are high anxiety dreams too, where it's a stressful, adrenaline-fueled situation that doesn't resolve itself until I wake up.
0: Yeah, this still- So uncomfortable. This is still unresolved. It was so weird.
1: Here are your three random things for today. There is good news for Catholics in Philadelphia. The Archdiocese of Philadelphia is giving you a pass for St. Patrick's Day on Friday so you can eat corned beef.
0: I feel like, does does, that, does he have that authority? Um, I'm assuming it's a he.
1: I mean, well, of course it's a he. You can't, right? I don't know. I think in the Catholic Church, there aren't women in power positions. I don't think. Anywho. Um,
0: oh, by I, the way, this is totally unrelated, but it was just, it had Callie and I laughing for, uh, for a few minutes. Uh, we were driving through the parking lot. We are leaving the supermarket and in the parking lot of the grocery store was somebody who had a poster of Pope Francis, a sign of Pope Francis on their car, like taped to their car window. And the sign said, Pope Francis wants to hear from you. And there was a Gmail address.
1: And it wasn't like the Pope guy at gmail.com. It was like... Re two four four. Yeah,
0: it was the the user generated one when you can't think of you know when your first three versions of the it was
1: so funny. I was funny
0: because the thought of the pope having a Gmail address is just I don't know. It's not funny now. It was really funny. It's a
1: funny site because the Gmail address had nothing to do with the picture of Pope Francis and like why Uh, anyways. it's
0: It's funny to think of the Pope sitting down in front of his computer and typing in Pope Francis and it says this username is taken. Pope Francis 1, this username is taken. Pope Francis 99, this email address is taken. How about RD0246-7. Okay. Like that was just funny. By the way, we we didn't write it down because we don't think it was probably really the pope.
1: I mean, may, it, it could have been. We don't know.
0: I don't think the pope is driving an 88 Toyota pickup truck and shopping at Trader Joe's <laughs> in Sandy Springs. I mean, I don't know what he does on a Tuesday, mm-hmm, but I don't mm-hmm. think that's it.
1: Right. Apparently, Catholics not supposed to eat Red meat. Red on, meat. On Fridays during on Lent. On Fridays during Lent. Okay, they eat fish, right? Indeed. You eat fish. These are your people.
0: But the, Jeff uh, is Jeff was raised Catholic. A good Catholic would eat fish on Fridays.
1: So the Archdiocese of Philadelphia says you can eat corned beef and partake in St. Patrick's Day festivities on Friday. But if you're going to eat beef, you need to give up something else. So you have to uh, like choose what you want to
0: Give up. Your second random thing is uh, also food-related. A guy in Chicago Mm -hmm. filed a class-action lawsuit against Buffalo Wild Wings because he said their boneless wings are actually chicken nuggets and not... I mean,
1: he has a valid point.
0: Yeah, but this was Buffalo Wild Wings' response to that on Twitter. That's true. Our boneless wings are all white meat chicken. Also our hamburgers contain no ham. Also, our buffalo wings are 0% buffalo. Also, buffaloes don't have wings.
1: That's amazing. I love, especially restaurants that have great social media teams like Wendy's.
0: Wendy's is great because they'll just go after the other burger joints.
1: It's amazing. So funny. And it really like breeds leaf life into the brand. I don't even know where Buffalo, Buffalo Wild Wings is, but I'll go because that's funny. Cheers to you. There, you. there
0: is one near us, but it's takeout only, which I think is brilliant. Where, where is not, it? Not, it's in the plaza, um, plaza, whatever, in the shopping center. There's a Starbucks in front. It's a Starbucks we usually go to. There's also a Mod pizza in there. Oh, yeah.
1: So you just, you only, you call in your takeout order and then you go pick it up there and that's it? Yeah. I think more and more companies are starting to do that because in a similar area, there's one, like a Cava salad restaurant, but it's, uh, it says Digital Kitchen. So I don't think you can go and sit down there.
0: I think that's a terrible name.
1: Digital Kitchen? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Because it makes me think of Fingers and it's like Finger Kitchen and it's...
1: Digital? like digit? Digit, yeah. That's random. And your third random thing is in late February, an 81-year-old was stuck in the snow during a massive snowstorm, but he is perhaps the most qualified person to be in this position because he is a mathematician and former NASA employee. So he wasn't prepared for the weather, but he was prepared to go with what he had in his car, which was a windbreaker, a light quilt, a bath towel, a thing of croissants, and some candy. And the reason that I thought this was really notable was because he made so many right decisions. And I'm putting this in my like brain log of things to do if you ever get stuck somewhere. Okay. He stayed with his car and he didn't leave the car on or off the whole time. He turned the car off to save the gas Uh and then would turn the heat on every once in a while. Right. Uh, I don't think I mentioned he was stuck there for a week. Uh, And then he, you know, ate croissants and candy that he had. But he like, you know, spaced them out, which we all probably would do. And he ate snow for hydration, which I wouldn't wouldn't have thought about that.
0: I would eat all the croissants on day one.
1: (laughs) And then be like, well,
0: this is it, everybody are going to find me frozen with a <laughs> belly full of croissants Anyway, Lef, left to wonder why didn't he space the croissants out and it's because he's dumb and fat
1: I hope I never get stuck anywhere with you for that reason only and those are your three random things Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow.
0: Am I I remembering this correctly, that a few months ago you and I talked about on the show having our weekly family meeting? we talk about that?
1: No, I don't even know what
0: you're talking about. Yeah, we remember we started sitting down and talking about who's going to pick up Ellie. I think it was right around the start of the year. Okay. Who's going to pick up Ellie? Who's going to cook dinner? Mm Actually, it was toward the end of last year. We were alternating dinner. Like, who's going to make dinner? And and we just, rather than every single night, it was kind of around the time we started menu planning, again, for the millionth time. No? No recollection?
1: Kind of. Okay. The only
0: reason I'm bringing it up is because I feel like that was something we were ahead of the curve on because just in the past week, I've seen five different influencer type accounts all saying, we have a weekly family meeting where we talk about who's gonna cook dinner, who's gonna pick up the kids, what activities the kids have, who's got mm-hmm. who's going out with friends and all that stuff. And I feel like we were way ahead of the curve on that.
1: You feel like- uh-
0: A groundbreaker again.
1: Oh, yeah. Because at first it was gratitude. I mean, Oprah upside. Now it's planning ahead of time. I mean, this is just groundbreaking, life changing information that you're getting on the upside. Hey, Kelly and Jeff, this is Lauren from Atlanta. I was born and raised in Atlanta. And yes, we had to say yes, ma'am, no, ma'am to our parents. So... They just couldn't ask us the question. And we say, yes. they'd be like, guess what? And we'd have to say yes, ma'am or yes, sir. So (laughs) never, ever, ever. We just say yes. It has to be yes, ma'am or no, sir. Now we still yell down the stairs, Hey mom, you know, but yes. Now, as I grew up and I was working, I would want to call my coworkers. Yes, ma'am. Or, you know, my boss and my mom's like, Nope, you're equal. You do not have to say "Sir" or "Ma'am," but yes, growing up, we did have to say that. <laughs> have a good day. Bye. Anna DeArmas is a great actress. She was in Knives Out. Um, she was also in one of the Bond movies, No Time to Die. But most recently, she was in the Marilyn Monroe remake. Um, I think she played Marilyn. Um, she's super fun to. Um, she's super fun to watch. All right, have a great one. Bye. Hey, Jeff, I think you need to clear the bad juju that you kept putting out over and over again into the universe about Blake Lively. She just had another baby. I may be off on my count, but I think she's a mother of four children. And I just am sitting here and it really just doesn't feel good because you said it's bad stuff so many times about her. So you just need to have an episode where you praise her and put some really great things out in the universe for her. Cause she's got a lot of kids to take care of and they need their mom. Bye. Hey, I just had one more thought about, um, joint bank accounts. And that is if you have separate accounts, just make sure that your partner, your husband, your spouse, whatever is on your account as like in case of an emergency kind of thing. Because if one of you gets hit by a bus, the other one is going to need your money. So I just thought about that. I think separate accounts are healthy, but you do have to have your partner somewhere in the paperwork so that, you know, if somebody gets hit by a bus, um, the, the other person's not destitute. here. Okay. Have a great day. Bye, y'all. <laughs> hey, Callie
0: and Jeff. This is Ari calling from North Carolina, and I just had to stop the podcast uh, to say Jeff don't do it there are those of us who take pride in not having door and i'm sure others will chime in on this as well but it can be considered very rude and even though you may not intend for it to come out like that just try to be careful opening up your door i teach my children um to be mindful when opening up the doors or If I feel like I'm too close, I usually park down the road. Um, And sometimes it drives my family crazy. But the worst thing that you can come out to is someone that has door-dinged your car. Love you guys and enjoy the uh, show. Oh, other thing. I have a separate checking account with my husband also. We've been married 34, 35 years. I think we've been together 40. Works fine for us. Works well for you, do you. Talk to you later. Bye. Every morning, you have two choices. Stay asleep with your dreams or wake up and go get them.